We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Boom hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to the World Series. Boom, a hero in game seven. Clemens has set a major league record for strikeouts in a game. Derek Jeter with one of the most unbelievable plays you will ever see by a shortstop. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. World War I, the Black Sox scandal, the Great Depression, World War II, free agency, a strike, the steroid era, and now this. I'm Brian Shackman. We welcome in John Senecal. This is fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports today. We need to take a break from Red Sox-Yankees a little bit because baseball is in a crisis. Uh, John, I guess I'll just lay it out here for you as a lifelong baseball fan and i'm going to tick through several questions number one how bad is it it's not good brian it's definitely not good i would say if 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 i was a betting man i would bet there's not going to be baseball this year um it i think it's that bad and 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 it's they've been squabbling over basically the same thing you know who they when both sides want a bigger piece of the pie when it comes down to it and uh, it's not looking good right now. I, you know, anything, it's, uh, it's, they're at an impasse right now. You know, the players are saying uh, when and where, let's play. But I don't think that's, I don't even think they mean that, to be honest with you. I think when it's all said and done, they're going to be arguing and arguing and arguing. So before we get into the player's position and the owner's position, uh, how bad, in your opinion, because I keep coming back. I've been hurt before. The steroid era stung me pretty hard. And I still come back. But I go to fewer games. I used to go to eight to ten a year i go to two to three a year but that could be family too how bad would it be for baseball if there is no season i think it'd be horrible because if if there is a season any sort of a season there's going to be some television and people are going to get their fix diehard fans like you and me and 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 fans in general i mean if you look there's plans for other sports already in the mix and there's other sports now already started up so this is a great opportunity for baseball to also capture more of an audience, but it's, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm upset because it's in 1994 when they went on strike, I was upset and I'm kind of feel like the same way right now. It's, you know, it's something that, um, everybody could use right now. You know, this is, it's been a tough time in this country, obviously, and, and baseball would be a big thing right now. And, and I think a lot of play, people in general are looking at, uh, you hear the argument, billionaires fighting millionaires, you know, and, and, and right now that's not a good look for anybody. Right. And the truth is uh, the opportunity to be the sole sport on TV in July is probably dead. And there was an opportunity to sort of take that void and, and, and recapture it almost in like a romantic sense. America's pastime really isn't America's pastime anymore, but it could have been if it was the only game in town. And everyone was watching it. It, ha- it had that space that it, it could occupy, and it has blown it. Now, the owners think that they'll take some 
some medium to short-term heat and people will always come back because people are stupid, right? People are stupid and they want to spend their money and have fun and they like their teams. And ultimately, that I, 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 and I want to talk about the player's perspective and the owner's perspective, but I think both the players and the owners either disrespect the fans or think they are dumb. And that, to me, is what, what is infuriating because they're already overpaid. My wife loves well, I mean, anything. They're the problem already is this, we always come back, Brian. We always come back. We came back after 94. We came back after the steroids. You know, and, 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 and it shows, if you look in the history, it was like the steroid era. They just they overlooked it because they wanted us to come back. They wanted us to see them hitting 65, 70 home runs a year. And now they shun those guys and leave them out of the Hall of Fame. It's 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 it, unfortunately, I think we will keep coming back. I mean, I as a baseball fan will come back because that's what I like to watch. And that's what we watch. But the grand scheme of things, sports fans in general, I don't know if they come back. This is it's it's bad. It's just a bad look in general. It's not a good time to be doing this. It's just a bad look. And then you're going to go into 2021 when they're not going to have a contract and you're going to have all of this still hanging, regardless if you play baseball or not. So this is an emergency episode of Fan Base Deep Dive into the Greatest Rivalry in Sports. He's John Senecal. I am Brian Shackman. We're going to break down for you really quickly uh, what the argument is from the players and the owners, and then we're going to provide what we think could be a fix to do today, and then we'll say goodbye. <laughs> uh, John, uh, first of all, the, the player's position, how would you summarize it? Well, I mean, obviously they want they want as much money as possible. And in, in, in the original agreement that they – that everyone keeps going back to was in March 26th, March 27th, depending on what day you ask. And, you know, they agreed to a, pr- a prorated salary based on the number of games played. And now we're at a point where Manfred can implement a season around 50 games. And that doesn't sound good to them getting that kind of salary prorated. And at the same time, the owners don't want that. They want to pay them actually even less. So I can hear the player's argument that they want to get paid more based on the games that they're playing. I mean, there's a lot of guys that stand to lose a lot of money over this, but there's also a lot of guys that stand to lose everything over this. I mean, there's guys that might not play baseball again after this season. Right. That's true. And this, and, and there's, and there, and there's, and there's a lot of fringe players as far as guys, you know, that are only making league minimum that were living pretty good thinking that they got a long time coming and all of a sudden they might not be living too good over the next 18 or 24 months. Right. And then we don't know what the union has for a rainy day fund and so on, but the one thing well, they did, they did a bit. Initially they put that $170 million out there in major league baseball. And that was for like a 60 day period, but we all know, you know, that's going to dry up, you know, but you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of money out there. There's $4 billion worth of contracts sitting out there right now in major league baseball. What I wanted to say was the owners pointed to the fact that the model that they had initially agreed to back in March involved fans in the stands. And there exactly. was a clause in there that said, uh, you know, if there are no fans, then it's sort of we need to renegotiate. Why? Now, obviously, it gives the players less leverage, but that, that was something the players agreed to or at least acknowledged back in March. So how can they avoid that, that, that fact? Well, I mean, everything that I've read, it, it, they know what they agreed to, but at the same time, everything in that so-called is loose, I guess. But it's if there's no fans in the stands, the owners aren't going to make the money. And then it's the same thing that one team, one, one side wants more playoff games, the other side wants less, less playoff games. 
more playoff games, more money for the owners. And then the players say, well, you're making all this money. Open your books. Owners won't do it. And we're back to the same old argument they always argue about money. The owners won't open the books. So the owners, the argument is, you know, what it, their startup costs are steep. So, you know, to, to employ people and you don't have any fans, so they don't get that percentage of the gate, which arguably we don't know exactly. I mean, the TV money is huge. We don't know exactly the dependency on gate receipts, but they said it's over 50%, I think. But I, I, we don't actually know that because we don't see the books. Exactly. So how can you, I mean, how can you negotiate any sort of revenue sharing if you can't see the books? You can negotiate the TV, the TV parts because that's all out there. I just don't understand it. It's like, you know, it's like the, you can't, you can't show your tax return, I guess, you know? Right. But it's private business. I mean, they don't, they, they don't have to unless they bar- collectively bargain for it. So the owners probably would want a huge give back. So if you want to summarize the owner's position, what would it be? They want to just keep making more money again. They want they want to pay the, the players as least amount of money as possible for this season. So, But they still want the games to be played. And more so importantly, they want the postseason to be played. But I believe that raises a whole other issue because you got a timing issue with that. Right, and this doesn't even account for the health issue, whether these people... Exactly. Everyone's arguing about everything and no one even brings up the health issue. It's all at right. the end of the, the byline. And then there's the COVID-19. Right. So even if they arguably made a deal today, and we're going to talk about what we think they should do, they would still have to get all the health protocols, even though I think they've mapped them out. They would have to have all the arrangements. They, if they made a deal today, it would take a week to get everyone in camp. In baseball, you don't start right away. You need some sort of camp, say two, two, no. two weeks at the minimum. So that's three weeks. You're not starting until mid to late July, no, no matter what. And yep. If they don't make an agreement soon, then it would be August, and then I would argue they should they shouldn't have a season, right? Because once you're in August, it makes no sense. You're not going to have a, a 30, well, 40 game season and then a twenty five game playoffs. That that. Well, let me ask, let me ask you this. At this, here's my opinion in the grand scheme of things. Major League Baseball is one hundred and sixty two game season, right? And then you're at this point right now. The best everyone's talking about is hopefully maybe 70 games, but if they implement it, it's going to be around 50. Is that really a major league baseball season, Brian? Nope. It's not. So what are they, what are, what is major league baseball really doing at this point? They're just going out there and they're going to show people that there's baseball. That's not a major league baseball season. In my opinion, over 70 games for a sport that has been played at 150 games or more for ever. So here and all like, of a sudden you're going to, I mean, I guess maybe if you want to go out and just do some sort of uh, exhibition season or something like that, I don't, I just feel like there's too many, there's too many variables in this. It's getting too late. It's getting too long in the process and too many arguments are happening. And I just don't see it happening. I don't see them coming together and helping, helping to get to I, a solution. I've made my, I've made my decision. And based on this conversation, it's crystallized. I do not think they should play. And I think the, the way that it's been marketed, I think they should get together with the Players Association and say, listen, that your logic that you just said right there, John, is exactly right. Like, it, it's not going to be a real baseball season. Everything's going to have an asterisk. But so you get some service time and you get some money. I get it. Let's come up with a way to sort of make sure everyone has some money that they can get by the next season. Let's let people know it's not about the contract. It's about the timing. We can't have a legitimate season 
So let's do it right. Let's get the protocol. Hey, let's make, let me finish. Let me and let's make it. Let's make a deal and let's come back in February and do it right. And it won't be a black mark. It'll be a season loss because there was a global pandemic. Instead, we're going to talk about the money and all this other stupid crap. But if they got together with the union and actually said, "Listen, let's act like we're in unity here." And just say, we can't do it. It doesn't make sense. We'll come up with a financial fund. We'll take the half a billion hit or whatever and make sure people can get by till next year. We'll honor the contracts of, of the lower end players. And then we move on. And and let me uh, and let me add this. And in today's day and age, the technology we have, how come they can't figure something out where they could still promote the game? How come there couldn't be a home run derby somewhere? How come there couldn't be some sort of skills competition somewhere? Trevor Bauer is all over the place with his companies on the social media. Why can't they do stuff like that? Tap into these players. They want to be out there. These players are as much a brand as they are an athlete. And almost all of them know that. And they want to be recognized. They want to be seen. That's why they play the sport. They're excellent at what they do, but they're also entertainment. That's what they are. There's ways around this if there's no baseball season played. If, if you can think about playing neutral sites like the NBA is going to do and what Major League Baseball at time was talking about in Texas or Arizona, why couldn't you do some sort of exhibition game or some, something just to keep the interest right. if there's no season? Right. Some sort of all-star game. Bring those guys in for a week to, to get loose and go play nine I mean, innings. figure it out. The right. problem is, is I feel like Major League Baseball is such an old entity and, they, and they're so entrenched with their old values. They're so unwilling to change. You know – they're, they're the lock, lockouts of television and you, you blackout markets and all this crap. This is a digital media age, man. Give it to the people, especially now. Well, here's the thing is that it's also a thing where the union, since the age of Don Fear, their default response to anything the owners give forth, and I'm not saying it's unjustified, is a hard no, right? Because they're like, if I'm going to if I'm going to give you A, I have to get B. And if I'm not going to get B, I'm not even going to entertain A. And so... I, they say no. Uh, they say no immediately to everything, and I'm not saying they're wrong, but they do. And so the last thing I want to talk about is who who do we blame the most? Where I mean, because generally speaking, most fans tend to side with players over ownership. It just seems to be the way Americans treat this situation. Um, but I, I I I'm torn because I I believe you know what um. Who's the who's the great agent? What's his name again? It's just it's just the master. Oh, Boris. Boris. So Boris says you shouldn't privatize the profits and socialize the losses. And I thought that was a really good line. It's like the owners don't share in the profits when they make more money. So why should the players take the hit when they don't? And I thought that was a great argument for the players still getting their money because there's a contract you got to honor the contract. At the same time, I think the players are just full. They want to get everything they can, and and I think that neither side gives crap. About us. So exactly. I don't think they give a crap about us either. And I think actually I know the, the, the players know and the owners know without those players, there are no game. They tried it before with replacement players. There's only one caliber of player that can play that sport at that level. And they're all sitting up there right now. They're all waiting to play right now. On the other hand, they're making a hell of a lot of money. They're superstars. They got other options to make money. And the owners are making even more money. But the players are the ones, like Reggie Jackson said, that stir the drink. Randy Levine just said it the other day for the Yankees. He said "With the players, are they're the draw. I mean, that is a major part of the Yankees organization, basically agreeing and saying flat out that it's the players that 
are the ones that make the baseball. But, you know, it's a tough to, it's so hard, Brian, because, you know, it's, again, it's billionaires arguing with millionaires or some, or some guys aren't millionaires yet, but you get the point. I, it's, uh, I, do you blame? I have a very, I have a very, who do you blame? what's who do you, that? Who do you blame the most? I blame the owners, to be honest with you. I blame the owners because forever they've always been just, like you said, it's a private entity. They don't have to show the books, but if they want an equal playing field and they want to cry about money at any time, they should be able to go, all right, well, here, this is what we're making. And then this is what you're getting. Now, does that come back to revenue sharing and more arguments? I don't know. It's just, I just feel like baseball owners and players have just been arguing for way too long and it's just going to keep going because CBA is coming up again. They don't work together. And so when, when it comes to like the good of the game type stuff, and, and listen, the NFL works the best because the players have the least amount of control. And I think the players absolutely have an awful situation in the NFL. I, I don't know why Demora Smith doesn't put a foot down for some sort of guaranteed element of contracts and players put their lives on the line, literally in the game of football. And so baseball has the, probably the best situation labor-wise and in terms of compensation, and I don't know. You know I, mean, I heard Euclid, a former Yankee and Red Sox, was said something the other day on, on social media about, you know, a 95-mile-an-hour fastball to the face when someone was talking about shut up and play the game. You know, you make millions. And, you know, basically your career could be ended in a second. Well, I mean, that could be said for anything. I mean, you could be – you could break your ankle sliding into second base. You could you could fall in the – in the shower in the, in the locker room and break your neck. I mean, yeah, granted there's a better chance you're going to hit by a ball at 95 when you've taken pitches every game, but still it's a, you know, you're a major league baseball player. Cops are cops. Race car drivers are race car drivers. You know, there's a reason why, you know, like people do what they do and risk I, and reward. I pay a hundred bucks a ticket and I love the Red Sox. And I actually really have had a lot of interviews with Sam Kennedy the CEO of the Red Sox over the years, he's our age. Uh, he's a great, he's a good human being. I have to just be honest. Like, regardless, he's not an owner, uh, but he, he's a really good human being. And I, I like him and respect him. And, and But I, I do think that the way this owner versus player is that there has to be a way to bridge the divide. And R Rob Manfred does not seem to be the person who can bridge the divide. But there's so much mistrust over the years. Like I said, the, the union says no um, automatically. The owners, Steinbrenner perfected this. He said, well, we're losing money. We're losing money. Well, the truth is when they say that, they're not losing money. They're, they're making less money than they did the year before. These teams right. never lose money. They never lose money. Tampa Bay Rays can draw 5,000 fans and still make a profit So because the, the way the TV deals are set up. So don't believe that for a second, that they lose money. They don't. And so I don't understand why they can't get this – love of the game crap and you said it yourself like why not just come up with some sort of exhibition schedule all-star game or do some skills thing make a bunch of money and distribute it to everybody and just say we'll start next year instead we're talking about how much they hate each other and we know it's about money and you know what i am i'm, I'm mad i'm pissed and and but I'm, but i am i not going to go to opening day next year i'm absolutely going to go to opening day next year so i don't know how to process it in my own head because i think they ruined an incredible opportunity for america this country's a mess. The pandemic has yep. killed all so many old people that we love. And then we have the situation where the political divide, which I cover all the time, is a disgrace. I mean, people treat each other awfully. And you have all this these racial issues, which truly go back 400 years. And we're a mess. 
right? We're a total mess. Why couldn't there be something? And now we're arguing about hundreds of millions of dollars that no one, no one wants to agree that they have. Why couldn't we just have one thing to feel good about? Baseball. And, 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 and they can't do that. So you know what? I, 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 the players, especially the lower-end guys, I want them to do well. I want them to be okay. I want them to make money. And the owners, I don't feel as bad for because they're all billionaires anyway. But at the same time, I'm, I'm mad at everybody. And I just think it's a joke. And, and, I, and I hope people find a way to let people know in a way that's not as dumb as me because I'm still going to go back. You know, I mean, the grand scheme of things, like I said, the casual fan won't come back. And if there is no baseball season this year and they don't do anything to somehow, I guess, I'll say compensate the fans. You know what I mean? They're they're in a lot of trouble, man. Major League Baseball is in a in rough shape if that if that if if that's the case because they got labor contract coming up too. And you know that they they're going to argue more. They're going to they're just what's going to happen. So, in the meantime. You can hang with us, and we're going to talk about Red Sox Yankees in the good days. Even when manage, management and ownership and players hated each other, at least there was a game on the field, which is something we can't say today. You've been listening to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to your podcast right now, or wherever the podcast is available. We'll see you next time. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.